Welcome to Coach SG and Friends, where we discuss topics that help you have a better relationship with yourself and others. I am Coach SG, otherwise known as your joyful friend. I'm a relationship coach and life mentor, an entrepreneur and speaker. I'm based out of Los Angeles, but originally from Brooklyn, New York. I love great music, deep conversations, and inspiring people to live their best emotional lives and create their most amazing love story. Let me introduce you to my two friends, Janessa Rose and Lisa Miranda. Janessa is the CEO of Motivational Monsters, a nonprofit that helps people activate mental health and emotional well-being through creative arts. She is the author of How to Stop Being an Effing Bum. Bum stands for broken urban mentality. She's been dubbed the Tony Robbins slash Cardi B of motivational speakers, and she calls herself the galactic goddess. Lisa Miranda is an actor and creative director. She's also dabbling in producing. She is based in Miami, New York, and Paris. She is a world traveler who speaks several languages, who loves life, good people, and good conversation. So we want to welcome you to our podcast. Let's get started. Ladies, welcome back. 2022 and uh, Lisa is back with us this time. So three of us all back together. Um, So today's episode, we're going to talk about um, what do you wish you knew about relationships when you were younger? Um, Who wants to start? Age doesn't equal maturity. Ooh. That's a good one. That relationships don't last forever. Mm. I would say uh, how to handle my triggers. That you're not responsible for anyone else's emotions. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. But I think we should expound on some of these. Um, we will, but let's just go fast first. All right, all right, all right. Um, all right. Uh, how to communicate my needs effectively. A breakup can be very traumatic, so take it easy. That they're all experiences meant to teach us something about ourselves. I wish I knew that earlier. Yes. Um, I would say how to handle disagreements. Um, Regrouping before starting a new relationship after a breakup. Mm. How about, um, I wish I knew how to spot trauma bonding. Mm. I like that. Uh, I wish I knew what to do when I said, hey, this hurts my feelings and they don't, they don't listen to me. What, I, what do I need to do after that? <laughs> um, I wish I knew that you don't have to be in love or enemies with your exes, that there's a lot of in-between areas. Mm-hmm. I've still got some frenemies out there. Now let me stop. <laughs> I wish that I knew um, how to, I wish that I, I wish, that I understood that being rough and angry was not a healthy way to, to express myself to a loved one when I was younger. Mm. Uh, mine is uh, how to be emotionally independent. Um, not allowing toxic, um, not allowing toxic, what's the word, behavior? Not allowing toxic behavior just because we both saw it growing up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Um, what else? What else? Oh, I wish I knew that. Um, I wish I knew that relationships weren't just about physical connection. 
I, I wish that I understood at a younger age that it was way more about emotional and spiritual connection too. Hmm. Um, I wish I knew I could create the relationship that I wanted and not what society said I had to have. <laughs> I wish I knew when someone has um, hurtful language that it's more about them than me. I wish I knew. And when I was ranting <laughs> down a list of the cons, that it meant that I was discerning rather than just right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um that I'm not responsible for their happiness or their sadness. That the most important relationship in my life is between me and me. Mm. That is a good one too. Um, how to collaborate <laughs> instead of compromise and sacrifice. Or compete. Oh, compete. I like that. I like compete too. <laughs> the whole thing. That should be a whole topic for an episode. How to- <laughs> rather than compete Mm -hmm. setting the tone in the beginning of the relationship of how i want to be treated and not you know a year in setting healthy boundaries early that's a good one too well i wish i would have known that all like i said all relationships were like the lessons but that you know i didn't hold resentment too like uh resentment was a thing you know when i was young Mm -hmm. i ain't talking to them no more you know Right. Something that I didn't agree with, you know? Right, right. Let me see. I'm running out now. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, to not have uh, disagreements and a low vibration. To take stock of the relationship at least once. Once mm. a year. <laughs> I, wish, I wish that I would have known not to try to save anybody. I've mm. always wanted to try to heal like I would meet guys that would be like oh he's he's going through so much since I'm not going through that I can help them through that oh I wish I would have known that that was like <laughs> love that um that my needs are constantly changing and so are there so um it's really important that we're having conversations about needs and not about right and wrong <laughs> I wish I knew about what finances should look like in a relationship financial responsibilities handling them blah 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 all of that love that i wish i would have known about the power of exchange and the characteristics what they look like between the the masculine and the the feminine the divine masculine divine feminine that that's it that was was a big thing i wish i knew that early all right i don't know i think uh, how to make myself happy but at some point, we got to stop and start talking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do our last one. My last right. one was like, um, understanding that a relationship tells me where I am vibrationally. Mm. Okay. My hand. <laughs> so now that we know what we, we wish we had known, um, how are you practicing it in your relationships now? Well, let me start by saying I done got my heart dragged out of here. <laughs> I had to go through a lot of pain and um, I had to go through all those things. So now I apply all of those things. Shit, I probably shouldn't even be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it cut you off a little bit. <laughs> Whatever you could have said, 
on my behavior this weekend, I would have been kicked off this podcast. <laughs> we all, we all. Oh, wait, we need to know about that. No, just, just un, unregulated. But I think it's something really powerful. And instead of like, for me, instead of like beating myself up for when I, um, when I act crazy, I actually started looking at, okay, how has my behavior changed? Like, how have I become more regulated than before? If this same situation happened a year or two or three before, how would I have handled it? Like, have I seen any improvement? Have I seen any more self-awareness or growth? And obviously the answer is going to be yes, at least in one area. So, (laughs) so. (laughs) I don't know. I think, you know, my, my biggest thing before was being able to navigate obstacles, I think. And you know, so when you're having a disagreement, <clears throat> you know, where I grew up, <laughs> there wasn't kind discussions, you know, there was, we were just setting it off all the time and hitting each other, you know, below the belt. You know, I used to say really crappy things to, to, you know, people that I was with because I was hurt and I was angry. And so I've learned now, you know, to control myself and to know that, you know, most people are, they're really are not trying to do anything to me that, um, you know, they're probably just activating my triggers. And when my triggers are activated, it's my responsibility to like step back and take care of that. That wasn't something that anybody in my household was talking about. So I wasn't really sure how to do that. And there were no books that I was reading that, that said, this is how you do that. So. And it wasn't, and and when your, your environment influences you, that's just the way you handle uh, things. I definitely was that type too. I did, like I come from the same place you come from, kind of. So that I guess that's all, that was our culture. Not kind of. We were like two streets apart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I still have to go through that daily. Like I got to remind myself, and and I still have the the mindset very much embedded in me. Like if you tell them your perception of this, you'll light them up because your shit is all facts. And although I'm right. And I know it will, it could, it could like shut down the other person. It's like, I don't need to do that. I, I got I have to let go of me needing to do that to feel better or me having to convince them that I'm right. I don't need to do that. You hurt some weird places, you know? I think I got from, you know, just over time that fighting over right and wrong just is a waste is wasted energy because, you know, I, I might feel like I'm right based on my beliefs and they think that they're right based on their beliefs. So we're not going to change each other. The important part is like, well, how do we get to the solution? How do we collaborate? You know, because, you know, we, we had lives before we met each other. So there are going to be things that connect on and figure out like, how do, how do we still connect when we disagree? That's the hardest part. You know, it's hard in politics. It's hard in any relationship. How do you still connect when you disagree? You know, that reminds me, I feel like in relationships, um, something that I like that I do um, is that I tailor myself to the relationship. But that's something that I also have to be careful with because I could start losing some of my own interests, some of my individuality. Um, and then there's, you know, there's the resentment. There's, you know, um, maybe there's not clarity in the communication because I don't know exactly what I'm feeling, but it's not right. So um, I learned to really take the time to understand how I feel before I go and talk to my partner because I realized if I'm still a little hot, <laughs> this conversation's not gonna go anywhere. It's right. just not gonna be fruitful. So just giving things, letting things breathe, giving things the space so that I can know what I'm talking about 
before I go and expect someone else to. Because not having those the practice of really looking deeply, of having rituals, of being connected with myself so that I'm not, you know, giving a little more than I should if I'm in a relationship. But if, you know, for me, when I didn't know how to do those things and, you know, you just roll with the punches, um, finding someone who is nice and, you know, is caring, it's just like, all right, well, I can give a little more at the expense of me because what was me anyway? You know, so that lack of clarity, I think, is like the birth of a lot of problems. But it's also the catalyst to a lot of healing because it's it's through that experience that you start to realize I need to learn me more because I'm out here just giving blocks of self to build other people's foundations. And then when no, they- I didn't know that, Janessa. Sharad had, <laughs> had a lot of relationships, like dozens, and I didn't figure that one out. No, but you know, I think. I think we we gel to our I think we gel to our environment and so when we're in a relationship and whether it's like our family our culture our relationships like you you know we 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 want to find agreement with others so you know and if and it feels good when we we agree with others when we we are not aligned it feels like we're we're off and the the agreement we have to find is with our own selves not with the other person but but we we have to connect but we don't have to become like these two, I don't know. We still have to be individual. And that's, I think that's the hard part. You know, what's something else really big that I learned? Um, I think I put way too, like if I had an idea or something that I really wanted, I put too much weight on the person that I'm with's opinion of whether or not I could do that or be that or have that. And, and, and I don't even think it would be because of their you know limiting beliefs about me but just their own fears and insecurities so they could be like oh i have this great idea and this other person doesn't see that or it's like whoa you know and i think what i did was at some point i just started to like push those kind of desires down like you know feeling like i have uh, there's like a, a realm of what you can share and is reasonable goals you know but outside of that it's you might not get the support so I started, you know, I guess dimming my own light. I guess that's what we'd call that. So I think it's so important to be aware of that because it can, ha- like, I wasn't aware that I was doing it until much, much, much later. Yeah. And I think it comes from like, just not being able to discern, like, you know, kind of feedback. <clears throat> Cause there's sometimes when our partner gives us feedback and it has value, but it's still not right for you. So then it feels like you're not taking on, you know, their opinions or whatever. And it really isn't. It may not be for where you are in your journey. It's just not for you. So, but we want so badly to, to get their approval and their agreement that, you know, it doesn't feel good when they don't agree with us. So. When, when I used to teach at um, one of the juvenile detention centers, one of the main things I was teaching the boys was everybody has their own perception. All they did was fight each other all day, right? So they would argue over why you didn't see something the way they seen something. And they were younger, so they didn't really understand the unique perception idea, the concept of he's got his own perception, I got mine. And so what I would do is I would have them, I'd give them all one white piece of paper and a pack of four basic color markers. And I'd say, draw me a rose or something right and everybody had in their mind a rose and then i collect all their papers and show them how everybody's rose was different nonetheless they were all roses <laughs> did someone draw you janessa rose <laughs> no 
I was gonna say too, I was like, mm, it would be a rose, wouldn't it? <laughs> because there was, you know, there was a whole bunch of teenage boys. So I would tell them, like, come on, because y'all know my name is Janessa Rose. Draw, draw me a rose, draw me a rose. But it, it, there were so many different ones. The point of the matter was one drew like a sacred geometry rose, one drew one that looked like a tulip, but in his mind that was a rose and so on and so forth. The idea is this. Everybody has their own perception. I was trying to teach them what perception means. And this is what happens in relationships. We get so caught up and you need to feel what I'm feeling. I am responsible to convince you of what I'm saying in order for me to feel better. You cannot give somebody that kind of power and that weight from them as well, because it's, it's so conflicting when everything inside of you is already tied to them because you're sleeping with them they're your they're your partner you guys have bonding you already activated bonding chemicals and stuff you guys are like a, a thing so naturally you have this chemistry and when you start to fight over perception which is like a Sherelle said before it's true to you my perception is real to me for my own reasons I may not know how to articulate that to you that doesn't mean I do not love you what it really means is I need to I need to consider this. I need to prioritize this. I need this to, this is important to me. Most people in relationships, especially ones that are, are based off of trauma and, and things like that, we don't, we're not even healed enough to be connecting with people. We're still in the early learning stages. So all the blame and stuff like that really is just a misunderstanding of the uniqueness within one, one another. You don't know how to, you know, you're not responsible. You don't know how to articulate it in the sense of, no, that's great. You see it like that. Wow, I wish I would have known what it looked like. But to me, it looks like this. We don't even know how to do that. It's an, it's an immediate, like, oh, you don't see, you don't agree with me. You don't love me. You hurt me. You hate me. <laughs> I think it brings up, it brings up triggers, right? So if, if you don't believe in what I believe in, what does that mean? Does that mean we're going to disconnect? Does that mean that? You know, so I think it, it just brings up fear. Um, and I, you know, like we were saying before, I think that being in right and wrong, it, it, it's not productive because we are going to see things slightly different, vastly different. They're just going to be different because we're two different people. So if we are different, how do we find alignment? You know, how do we find a solution? And I think that's the hardest part to how do you find those words? How do you how do you speak to each other when you disagree? And, but you have to find a solution because it's hard to find a solution when you disagree. So, you know, what's the next steps? Um, so you guys listening, I don't know. It's an old book, but it's a really good book. It's called the five love languages. Anybody know of it? I do. All right, so this book is great because it talks about how everybody has their own love language. And most of the time, people are trying to understand one another, but they don't understand each other's languages. And they, you know, it's it's just like if you speak Spanish and I speak Chinese and, we're, and we don't speak no other language. Point of the matter is this book is great. And it's about the five, about you speaking one language and I speak one, there's five of them. So one of them is acts of service. You could be like, yo, I, I like to do things for you. I like to cook for you. I like to give you tea. I like to rub your feet. I like, that's the way I tell you I love you. And your man could be like, yeah, but I, I want you to like, you know, touch me uh, in another way. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Listen, but, but your partner could be like, you know, mine is touch or, you know, sentimental words, um, words of affirmation. 
telling you I love you, I love you, I love you. And some people are like, yo, shut up. Like, you know, there's some people that be like, all right, all right, you know, I love you. I'm gonna tell you that 20 times. But everybody has their own language. You know your love language? You know my love language. I like all of them. <laughs> mine, mine, mine is words of affirmation. <laughs> well, is it to receive or to give? Mine oh. is time, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Time. That is um what is that? What there is a quality time language, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quality time. Yeah, but I, you know what? I think I, I think that that is great, and and I do know my my I took the test. I know I know my um my love language, but I think um that's one part of it. But the other part of it is is the alignment part because <clears throat> if you get with somebody who like gifts, you know, is their love language, and you don't like <laughs> giving gifts, it's gonna be problematic. So you know, yeah, you want to tune into how they want to be loved, but I think you you got to do that work in the beginning. You got to kind of figure out like. You know, can I offer value to this situation? Forward, forward, this way. Right? But I think, and, and this is why it's like alignment. It's better to link up with somebody who who has a similar love language as you, so that you're exchanging the same. So if like Lisa got with somebody who time it's important to them too, it's easy. But if you know, if it's acts of service and for her it's time and, and, you know, it might be, you know, it might be a mess if they can't figure that out. So, but what you, would you say your number one was, uh, Janessa? Well, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, unless there's another Janessa here, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I'm single. No, I was gonna say, I think my love language is I have one, I have all of them. I like all of them. Like, <laughs> you have to what you have to have one one primary one. <laughs> I think I think it will be acts of service. Like I like for me, I like when I do things for others. Like I like to serve. I love to serve my guy. But I also love to buy gifts for the guy. And and I like those things for me too. Mm. I, I'm not big on the words of affirmation. I'm not like if if your if your way is just like all day like I love you. You're after a while, I realize that's just fuck up. No, but those aren't just words of affirmation. Like my most used word of affirmation is I'm very proud of you. You know, like it'd be something little, exercise. Um, you know, took a risk. You know, things like wow, I'm really rooting for you. So it's not just hey beautiful. I actually can't stand that either. <laughs> well, I, I I love that you said that. I think meeting that it um. I feel recognized, right? So if yeah. I like, you know, cause it's usually, it's usually born, born from some trauma, some whatever, right? So I felt like growing up, you know, I was, kids were made to be seen and not heard. My feelings didn't matter. And I didn't, nobody was giving a fuck, you know? And I don't mean to say that, but you know, I just, so it's important that I feel affirmed. So if I'm in a relationship and I take out the trash or whatever, thank you, honey. Thank you. I saw that you took out the trash. Thank you so much. You know, I think it's more like that than it's like, um, cause gifts, you know, they're nice, but I don't, eh, I don't have to have gifts. I am starting to realize, and this is sad, but I'm starting to realize that I'm really weird with relationships like, <laughs> more than ever. Like I'm weird with relationships. I think I'm traumatized. I think I'm really afraid. I don't know if we're putting this in the episode. I just had to say Yeah, we, we need to talk. I think this is good. We need we need to talk about this. Oh, I'm afraid. Of, I think I'm afraid of being hurt. I think I really am. As much as I'm like, I know so much and, and I think I know, 
I'm afraid. Like, I'm just like, oh, like with when I think of being intimate with people anymore, like I just like, oh, 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 like I get so like I'm having this issue where I can feel it physically in my body be like, don't you dare trust no one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. And, and so what it is, is, <laughs> you know, is that you're feeling vulnerable right now. And, and so, and I think that it's important that you kind of, you probably pull back a little bit. Um, but it's just having that, not, I don't want to call it a lack mindset. It's, it's that fear of something going wrong. So if you connect with somebody, it's going to go wrong. And so you just, you know, as time goes on and you connect with somebody and it goes right, then you'll see it as going right. But how many relationships have you had that you felt like have gone right? None of them, obviously. I'm single. <laughs> no, because I see. Okay, so I, I, I think a little bit differently because I've had several relationships, but you know, I used to look at them as failures, but, you know, you had just mentioned that one of the things is I wish I knew that it was teaching me something. So, you know, all those relationships prepared me for Dawn now, you know what I mean? So it doesn't, they didn't not have value. They had value, um, but they only have value if I extract a lesson from them. If I look back on them and I go, you know, this one did this to me and this one did this one, this to me, but I don't take a lesson from it then I haven't grown at all. That, that's, that, that's true, and I agree. And I have learned from all my, my relationships, thank God. But I have learned, but it still doesn't feel like, and now I've learned, but the thing that I feel like I'm learning from all those things are like, you best off by yourself, boo-boo. <laughs> what? The best by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's just, I guess I'm just at that space now where I just feel like I don't want to connect off of the need of being lonely. Oh, I'm alone. I'm bored. Maybe I should have me a little sneaking link. Maybe I should just, no, no, I don't want to do none of those things any longer. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I, I lately I'm having weirder and more like jaded perceptions of relationships and I'm afraid. And I've never been like this. I've never really been afraid of love and to love or to be loving, no matter who hurt me. I was always in the mindset of you'll regret it. The next one will be hot. He'll be hot. He'll be chilling. He'll be, you know, excited about me. I was always in that mindset. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm <scared. laughs> like, I don't want to deal with nobody. Like it's just people are the way they are. And, and like, how could you, I, I just, I'm in a weird <laughs> I was going to answer, but I'm giving Lisa time to say whatever she needs to say, and then I'll jump in. Oh, I was just listening to this. I was just going to say something about the last thing Cheryl said about relationships, how she said her, her relationships helped her better, uh, be better ready for a relationship with Don. I feel like a lot of my relationships helped me be better for me. Like it helped me like raise the bar and what I wanted and what I expected, um, you know, like the encouragement I might've gotten from, you know, someone who might be like a piece of shit, right? But one time <laughs> they said something that I was just like, yeah, that is, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I get to live with that satisfaction that I rose myself up to the occasion and I feel better about who I am, even if they had just came in my life for that moment or for whatever they brought in, you know what I'm saying? Like when I look back. Yeah, yeah. I get, I can get that. And, and I've definitely been in that space too. I just, it's just, I guess, 
especially with raising the bar, I've definitely raised the bar. Like my bar is complete. My bar used to be here. That shit is all the way up here. And then I, I think to myself now, like, did you set that that level of a bar so you're safe because no one can fucking reach it? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't mean raise the bar in terms of what you want in a relationship. I mean raise the bar in terms of how you want to live, the comforts that you want to experience, the things that you want to do really the same thing because your relationships are part of how you're living so that that all encompasses that so it's it's i changed the way i'm living that changed the bar because the things that i don't no longer live by i you know what i mean like if you if you wear fitted hat you baggy pants you like yo ma not talking to you no more up here now i'm like Go, go, go get put on a three-piece suit so you can come with me to a meeting you know what I'm like i changed my life so those things changed as well but the bar is weird. It's it's now up here, and I'm like, well, who's gonna meet this this position? There's a lot of people up there, Janessa. Yeah. I can, you just gotta they you might, just look. Gotta they, with where you are, huh? They just might not be in Brooklyn, but they they there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing about here's the thing about standards. I think you know when I was younger and I wasn't doing all this work on myself that I was looking for somebody to meet these needs within me. And so now that has changed. I'm not looking for people to meet needs within me. I'm looking for somebody I can create a love story with that's beautiful and one that helps me thrive. So it's not like they have to be, they have to make this much money. They gotta be here. It's, it's not about those things. It's about like, you know, when we have an argument, can we, come back to the solution, you know, do I feel safe around them, you know, to be vulnerable? Um, you know, do we, uh, do we, can do, are we intentionally, are we able to intentionally connect, you know, that kind of stuff. It's not really so much about, and I, I know what you're saying. You're like, they got baggy pants and whatever. That's more of the outside reflection of, yeah, I don't want, I don't want, I want maturity and, and whatever you feel that, you know, that's not maturity, but if he met all these other things and he had some saggy pants and Tim's, I'm sure it wouldn't, none of that would matter. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. And, and you know what, it's good where you're at right now because you're looking at it in a way that's like, um, that's bad, but I see it as growth. You know, the fact that you're, you're, um, you're looking at this and you're feeling like, you know what, I, I've got some standards and, and, you know, I want something different. It means that you're changing. So this lull is not really failure. It's, it's change. So now maybe who would have been, you know, interesting to you is no longer interesting to you. So you might have to move outside of not your, in your, in your environment, but you, you know, there's just something different that you're looking for and and they're not where you're at right now so and so you got to keep you know you just keep working on the inside so you attract it so what you're saying makes you feel so much better because <laughs> tell you i have been i'm like i don't want to get emotional because my makeup looks great but <laughs> <laughs> but yo let me tell you oh my god I am so like in a space where I, that's exactly how I feel sure. I was like, no, nah, I don't want any of this. None of this is it for me anymore. And I get, I don't see anybody who matches the type of what I'm looking for. And I am looking for somebody I can build with and be all those. I want to be free. 
be with somebody, but I'm like, where I do not see it at all. So it's just like, no, but it makes you me- it because it's true it, so it's really contrast you're just experiencing a lot of contrast right now you're really clear like i don't want this i don't want this i don't want that so it's providing you with a lot of clarity so you know instead of feeling like you know it ain't gonna happen for you it's like i'm i'm, I'm getting really clear about what i don't want what you have to switch it to now is when you get clear about what you don't want, you have to re kind of phrase it to what it is that you do want. So when you say, I see that guy and he's at the Tim's and he's like, yo, ma, like, what does that mean? So you don't want that. What do you want instead? You want me to answer? I do. <laughs> I, just, I want somebody who's sophisticated. I want somebody who's um, emotionally intelligent, who dresses their age. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do. I, I have to struggle with myself sometimes. Like, um, excuse me, miss, what are you wearing? Like, okay, belly shirt, relax. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I want somebody who's mature and I want somebody who's into doing things like me. Like, I want somebody who's going to be like, what? You want to go, you want to go like do a clothing drive for a state that got hit by a hurricane? Awesome. Here's first class tickets. And here's, I'm going to get rent a pickup truck and pick up all the things and meet you there. I want somebody who cares about what I care about. I want somebody I could build with, but I also want him to look really good. <laughs> I've seen good so looking guys in New York in the nonprofit area. <laughs> All the ones I know I dated, but I'm sure there's other ones. <laughs> that was so funny. That was just <laughs> all the ones I know I dated, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I don't think relationships are any different than anything else that we're trying to manifest in our life. I mean, you know, I, when I, when I, you know, left my, my last relationship, I couldn't wait to be by myself. <laughs> and, but during that time, I knew I, I wasn't ready for a relationship, but I still was preparing. I was preparing. I was preparing for the type of relationship that I wanted because it, I knew it wasn't going to happen right away and I wasn't looking for it and I wasn't open to it, but I still was getting clear about it. So I think it's important that you're just getting clear about it. Like, what does that look like? And the more I wrote it down, I realized it wasn't just in my love story. I wanted it in all my relationships. I want respect and honor and, and support and, 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 you know, that we're dreaming and, you know, with each other. So it's not just with one relationship. I wanted collaboration. So yeah. I feel like I have a trick for meeting someone without having to do anything. So I notice it's the same thing with acting. Like okay. when, I, when I'm doing an, I'll give you the, the, the acting audition, the, the acting version, but let's say I really want, I haven't worked. Um, there's nothing good coming in. And I'm like, you know what? Let me do something else for a minute. Let me go on this trip. Let me just give my attention to something else that excites me that has nothing to do with work. And then what happens one time I was literally at the airport going to a festival and I got a job and didn't like, why, why did I happen? Because I wasn't giving it any attention. So I feel like, so with dating, if you really not just, Oh, but my life is good. But if you really just kind of like push the needle towards doing more of what you really want that you haven't already done, like really just, you know what I'm saying? And then you're so busy having all of this fun. And then all these, all these nice people just come out of nowhere. 
but that, you just gotta like do it's not just oh yeah i'm taking care of my responsibilities i'm doing self-care blah, blah. it's you know i'm doing a little extra for me a little extra for me, a little more adventure a little bit more blah, blah, blah. and then all of a sudden and i guess there's a vibe i'm sure there's a scientific reason for this <laughs> but i'm telling you neuroplasticity i feel good making fun of me it's true though that's because you're happy when we're we're on the highest vibrations when we're doing things we love it's easier to attract the things that we've already put out in the universe. But um, yeah, no, I'm scared to death, y'all. I'm scared to death right now. And and I'm and I'm glad that Sherelle helped me look at it in the sense like, oh no, you're just, you know, you're getting ready for what you want and it makes sense. Gathering just, feedback. That's it. You're gathering feedback right now. That's cool. Now I'm gonna I'm switch the gears on that. But you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, because I'd be bored, you know, like I mean, I, I do my thing and, and I'm fine and I'm safe, right? That's most important. But like you know you need a shorty like bored you need a little smarty you know a little somebody and I was like should I do a dating like app you know what I mean like should I get on and then I was like the other voice was like hell no <laughs> just, it's 2022 so you have to think like in what areas do I have control over in my life right now that I could really upgrade myself to being the Janessa that I want to be and once you do that then that becomes easier than trying to decide do I want to go on a dating app or no? It's like, okay, what is Janessa really like? You know, because it's okay. Obviously to us, you're doing all these wonderful, amazing things. It's it's so fantastic. But you know where you can level up and 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 allow the, you know, the the next level excitement, joys, and opportunities come in. Whether it's like going somewhere different, starting a different kind of project, things that's gonna be exciting and not just like work, but more like, ooh, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing, but still, no boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> when you switch from making shit happen to attracting it, it feels different. Because when you when you're trying to make shit happen, you got to do a lot of action. You got to you know you you you're manipulating the you know the energy outside the self to bring you what you want. And but when you're changing your vibration and you're becoming an attraction then it's not all this outside work that you have to do. Yeah, you could go on Bumble or not. It, it Because you're going to attract whoever you're supposed to attract right at this time. So if you're in this stage of like, every, you know, nah, I don't like this one and I don't like that one, it'd probably be hard for you to be on Bumble. Janessa, I, if you're going to go on Bumble, at first you need to book a trip. Book a trip and then go on Bumble. And then you're right? like, <laughs> not like, let me go on Bumble because I got nothing to do and I'm not feeling that great. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can never God bless me, but I'm I'm not I'm not that kind of chick. I'm, I'm old school in the sense of we gotta meet, we gotta I gotta see you, feel you type vibes before I just I ain't with the I ain't with the just bumble me, swipe me, <laughs> mumble me. <laughs> but here's the here's the thing too, is that you gotta kind of think about your beliefs, what you're going to dating, right? So like I had a friend of mine that was like she was like before I met Dawn she was like are you gonna go on Bumble and I was like no and she said well why not I said because I don't need to go on Bumble like because I knew no I don't and then I didn't mean it like like an ego <laughs> no because I was working I was working on me <laughs> I was working on me and I was working on attracting whoever I was supposed to attract right based on the work that I was doing but that was my that was my thing it doesn't mean that Bumble doesn't work. That was my thing for me. So 
it doesn't matter if you go on Bumble or you go outside or you go somewhere else, whatever your vibration is, that's what you're bringing in. So let it be feedback for you and let it be information for you. And if somebody shows up and they're not the person that you want them to be, you got to take the positive aspects and then keep going. So all that keeps showing up is <laughs> this weird DM. Nobody else, where, where am I? Like people are intimidated by me. I'm that type of girl that people are like, dudes are scared to talk to me. And then the ones who aren't say the most outrageous shit that are just immediately like cancel them out. You know what I mean? But if I was your, if I was your coach, I would tell you, would you, are you going to find your greatest love story with that, those beliefs? But this is, these are not necessary beliefs. These are just the fucking facts. This is no, those, that's your perception of the facts, right? So that's your perception. So if you feel like there may be the guys that you might be connecting with may be, but you're an energetic match to that. And you've got to figure out why you're an energetic match to somebody who you feel would be intimidated by you. I have an example of this. Okay. I had a time where I was like really depressed. I was just stressed out. I was trying to not have to deal with the reality of my life. It was like in my mid twenties or something. And I decided I was going to go on a lot of dates <laughs> through a dating app because of how I was feeling and what I was believing for my life. That's what I kept getting. You know, there was nothing. It was just like a little distraction, a little, little distraction. You know, I'm just like, instead of no, actually, you know what, this is what I want. I know it exists. I've seen other examples. I've seen other people with that. I'm going to have that watch me, you know, like, let me let go. Let me focus. And then the quality of the people. And then I stopped doing that altogether. The, the dating just to kill time. Um, and then I went back to like, just having like, you know, not, not putting so much weight and pressure in, in the relationship area of my life to develop, to, to deliver. And then like stuff started happening for me at like more of my taste level, you know, I'm in a weird space right now. I just, I, I know, cause I, I can sense like y'all know my personality is very outgoing. And I noticed that whenever it comes down to discussing dating and and really like me doing the introspective work, I this fear coming up in, in me and I know that. So it's just like, I don't know what's going on and I don't know if I even wanna know. You know what I mean? Like a part of me is like, mm -hmm, ignore that. Hey, pay no mind to that, that pink elephant. You know, everybody really, really wants a relationship where they have a deep connection. I don't know anybody that's like, yeah, nah, I don't want no deep connection. Everybody doesn't want it. We just don't know, you know, you don't know how to get it. So I think it's re just really important to just not feel bad about how are you, how you're, what your state of circumstances is. It's kind of like when, remember I was talking about with, with money, like if you want to make more money, looking at your bank account and being upset about not being able to pay the bills and, you know, talking about all that stuff doesn't bring more money. It just brings more lack, right? Talking about what you want instead and, and, and your, and ideas and, and things that you can do to create more money is different than, so right now you're feeling like, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe you are matching up with guys who feel intimidated. I don't know if it's, and it may not be intimidation. It may be, they're just not an energetic match to you. Maybe you have more of a, 
you're just more outspoken maybe than they're used to. They probably want somebody who's more submissive and you're not, you know, I don't know. It could be, it could be a multitude of things. I'm just saying, don't put it in one box because you have to find beliefs that empower you, not disempower you. So if you feel like, you know, they're intimidated by me, this, that disempowers you and you're never going to connect with who, you know, you need to connect with. I think what I'm going through is personal. I think it's more of a, I do, I do refuse to settle for something that's less than what I think I deserve. And I, and then I think there's a subconscious fear there that I'm not worthy of that because most of my connections were toxic and they were based off of fear. We operated in fear and trauma and connected off of trauma, most of my relationships. So now because I'm, I'm doing more healing and growing and learning myself more, I'm, I'm more fearful if a man is going to be able to, I guess, if I'm worthy of that. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm still yeah. on the-, Wait, here's the thing. You shouldn't, just because you had a certain type of uh, history of relationships doesn't mean that what you can offer somebody isn't tremendously valuable and impactful for his life. So it's the kind of thing where, okay, you guys didn't have the same kind of dating experience or you did, but it doesn't, doesn't take away from what you bring as the whole person that you are. Okay. You might be, uh, you know, fantastic because A, B, C, and D and your lives, you know, really, you know, you really complement each other and it has nothing to do with who you dated, you know, what your dating history has been like or what his has been like, you know? I think I fear that I have a subconscious fear about my past being some sort of a turnoff to the type of man I want to attract to my because that's not the type of man you want to attract then. One's going to be like, whoa, you live like, you? What? You don't, that's not what you want. You don't want that judgmental asshole. I don't. You don't want to judge where you're going or who, or where you're, you already came from. He's right. going to be like, wow, I love everything that you've shared. Wow, I love everything that you live. You are so amazing. I'm so, I'm just so inspired by you. Oh my God, tell me more. So here, here's the thing. So we, we can overdiagnose and overanalyze ourselves to death. Sweetie, you are where you're supposed to be. You've done a lot of work. You we, Look, we just talked about all the shit we wish we knew when we were younger. You know all this shit now, right? Now it's about like just putting it into practice. It's about like not making it be just not, you know information, but it's knowledge and then it becomes wisdom, right? So right now it's just information, right? So now it's about application. So the only way you're going to apply it is by in, you know, engaging with people trying to find that one person is probably going to be hard to just be that one person. But it's right now it's like you're, you're, uh, you know, gaining feedback. You're getting like what it is that you like so that you're clear so that when that person shows up pretty much, you know, they may have 60 or 70% of those things. Can you grow together? Can you, you know, manifest whatever do you, you want together? They don't have to come to you perfect. And you're not going to come to them, you know, healed and not dealing with whatever. You're still going to have your stuff, but you know, high level. Can you, you know, are they are they working on themselves? Do you know are they are they growing? Do can they listen to you <laughs> when you're saying I'm having a hard day and this is hard for me? Like, can they give you your time and or can they say what can I do to you know to help you or whatever? When you think about that, you go like, well, what kind of qualities would a guy have? You know, what, what would they uh, exemplify when, when I'm out with them? You know, so those are the things. Concentrate on what you want, not on what's happened and how, you know, you think you're different. And, you know, you're just, you're perfect. 
you're perfect. You're perfect right where you are. Just perfect. Don't analyze yourself anymore. Like you're just fine. You're just growing. You're becoming this beautiful flower, right? And you're blossoming and, and, and you're going to match up with, with the right person. You just got to keep watering your flower. That's it. And then, you know what, right? You know, we, we go like, ah, I can't wait to be in this relationship. And then we get in a relationship and, you know, and, and that's, it's just another, it's tough too, because you got to learn how to, how to navigate. You got two different people coming together, trying to figure out, you know, how to maximize your love story. And, and it still, you know, still takes work. Um, not hard work, but, you know, if you concentrate on fun and freedom and creativity and, you know, collaboration and compassion and, you know, those kind of things. So you're, you're fine. You're right where, you know, you you probably just have a desire. It's kind of like, you know, um, when somebody feels like they want more financial abundance and it's not here yet, right? They haven't manifested it yet, but they're going like, where is it? Where is it? I don't think I'm ever going to get it because, you know, I just haven't, you know, had this great relationship with money. Like all that takes your energy away from what it is that you're trying to manifest. So, um, you know, you have to get back in the mirror and just say that I'm fantastic and I'm fine and I'm blossoming. I'm a beautiful, I'm beautiful. And I'm going to attract the person who's supposed to be with me. But for now, I'm just going to fill my own cup and I'm just going to, you know, and it's when it's going to be when you least expect it. We don't, we need to wrap, start to wrap this uh, segment up. Right. Because, you know, the whole idea about what we wish we knew about relationships is that now we're armed with new information and now we can stand in our power in, in relationships. But, you know, if what we wish we knew, we have that information and we don't still feel powerful, um, you know, there's something that needs to shift in us. There's, there's some work that, you know, there's some inner work. This work doesn't ever end. <laughs> you know, it, it's not like you get a certificate and like, okay, you've mastered yourself and that's it. Because we keep growing, we keep changing. There's more things that we want to do, and and you know you want to keep flexing. So you you got to keep working at this. The idea is to not, um, you know, feel limited for too long. It's okay to feel it sometimes, but to not stay in limitation for too long and not to stay in powerlessness for too long. You know, just like you were saying right now, like. There's so much that you know that we all know a lot more than our, you know, our parents did. Like we're armed with so much information. There's no reason why we shouldn't have great relationships. And relationships don't have to be hard and and a struggle. And it, they really can be easy and they can be fun and they can be beautiful. We just, you know, we just have to figure out what we're depositing into this relationship. For sure, for some of you are at home who got all three of these problems or more combined, they will find so many useful tips. <laughs> this is yeah, I think, you know, for me, I, I, I don't know. And this is probably just, I think how I feel like I've turned my emotional life around is to whenever I'm feeling powerless or I'm feeling down about something <clears throat> where I feel like a situation needs to change, a person needs to change, that I've got to turn that, turn that around and look at me and figure out what it is because sometimes you realize that it's something small that you didn't even think about it's something like you know that happened with your your mom you know because those are the relationships that teach us who we are that's you know that's where we get our desires and that's where we get our limitations from is those those relationships that we grew up with and we're still holding on not meant necessarily to the trauma 
but the habits that came from the trauma. So when somebody does something to you, it's like, you know, oh, that makes me feel like when my mom, you know, didn't listen to me and it sets me off. Okay, so what am I doing about that shit? I can't let that continue because it's causing disconnection. So I've got to figure out, you know, a way to communicate to say, hey, this bothers me. But I, I, I do have to work on that so that I'm not getting triggered by, by everything. So I don't know. I, I think <clears throat> relationships can be happy. That's the reason why, you know, I, you know, I wanted us to do this podcast is so that we can remove obstacles for people and, and to let them know that there's a way to get to what you want. And it doesn't have to be this real struggly way. And it depends on where you are on your journey. So I just want to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be loved. Well, you, so, uh, so I love that. And so who needs to love you? I love me already. Right. So when you're loving you like crazy and somebody takes that love away, it doesn't feel so devastating because you're already loving. That love is extra. It's not what's fulfilling you. It's not what, what fills you up. Your cup is already filled. So, you know, that's the important part. Just let all this just like be like the best student ever that's it any parting words because I, I hope we we've we've given them some some positivity um in this relation i mean in this yeah, podcast. Sure. Um, go ahead yeah. i think um looking about looking back at your previous relationships um it's so powerful to focus on what um what you've taken away from them you know what you know, what you've learned, instead of focusing on the individual actions, the things that didn't go well, getting curious about how you've evolved and how your needs have and who you are and what you want, and using that to really propel you towards what you really want next. I got nothing to say. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys all. Love yourself, right? I don't know what to say, because right now, <laughs> I'm on pop star mode. <laughs> Well, I, I think, you know, relationships teach us so much about ourselves and, you know, it's not really about the other person, you know, we're here to come together to share love and not to, you know, necessarily just receive love. And we just have to figure out, you know, how we can get through emotional obstacles. I think that's the hardest part. I think when we're in a relationship and, you know, it's not hard to find chemistry with people. It's hard to figure out when you have problems how to get through them what's the best way and it's the way looks different for every relationship because there's two different people with two different desires and different needs and different you know so you just got to figure out what it is for you so um now that you have that information you just need to empower yourself but there's one thing to have information there's another way you know to have knowledge where you apply it and then there's another way to just have wisdom where you take the lesson uh, from those past experiences and you figure out what you want to do differently so that you're not blocking uh, connection. Hey. hey. <laughs> All right, we're out. My joyful friends, that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. Share this episode with someone you think will get some value out of it. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.